0: You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, a TV Roundup Commentary.
1: Oh, welcome everybody to... Better Call Saul commentaries on BingeMedia.net. I'm your host, Alex and Sarah, and I'm here with Jack Up Valley. <laughs> What's going on? How's everybody doing? Doing fantastic. Doing fantastic. Excellent. I don't know if you... oh!
0: There it is. There it That's is. Good. Couldn't That's... find the fucking soundboard. All right, now we can start. All right.
1: Act like you didn't just play bird up 19 fucking times before we started recording bird up. <laughs> <laughs> We are doing commentary for better call Saul season 6 episode 4 episode title hit and run And we are all queued up on our file about 37 seconds in this is after the previously on And transitioning into the episode itself we got a black screen We're gonna count down three, two, one, and then on go. We're gonna press press play, and we're all gonna watch Better Call Saul. Here we go, three, two, one, go. All
0: right. Um. So right out the gate, uh, differently paced kind of episode than the last three. Um, Mm Hmm.
1: Was listening to the
0: binge. I'm I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Um but i will say um, listening to the binge cast from this past week i thought it was kind of ironic for law to say this is the best the show has been cuz <laughs> these three episodes have felt like breaking bad and then next episode we're uh, we're back to the better call saul show which is which is not bad just uh, i don't know kind of kind of funny this is a very very set up episode Set
1: up heavy episode for things to come the rest of the season. Yeah, very much so. I do feel like Law watches this not in like appointment viewing. Mm. I think he dips in and out of it. Sure. And it's more of just like a chore than anything. But um, yeah, yeah, totally can see him getting into this season for sure.
0: Well, all right. So here's a question for you. All right. I'm I like color, okay? We've established this through many commentaries and many Robert De Niro suit uh, criticisms, okay? Sure. I, I don't have a fucking problem with the color of that house. What what's wrong with the color of that house? Am I <laughs> am I the asshole? Um
1: no, you um are not the asshole. Okay. I think these people are the assholes because they're gonna fucking start ratting on the fucking homeowners association, which is fucking bullshit. But that color's not bad. I'm gonna go with her, though. I would do, like, an adobe red. Something to mute that brightness of the red a little bit. I like color. What can I say? Ugh. Mind your fucking business. Don't worry about what other people are doing to their fucking houses.
0: How about the color of your fucking tracksuit, lady? Seriously. Oh, man. This looks like a fucking capri sun pouch. This looks like, um... This looks like the fucking house from Back to the Future. It's it doesn't nice. necessarily look like New Mexico right there. You know,
1: I always said if you put your mind to it, you can do you kids can do anything. <laughs> That's of course after the change in time. When George McFly's a famous novelist
0: absolutely what a reference look at this guy
1: i like this he automatically just think maybe he's just part of the house or something Mm. you know just part of the household i mean
0: sure sure
1: i don't know about you but i almost thought for a bit that we had like maybe this was the breaking bad house the um god damn it the white's house yeah and then, of course, we see this, and I'm like, oh, that is definitely Gus's house. Okay, got it, got it. But I'm I'm sure well, your mind went through what my mind was going through when we first saw them pull up to the house. And it's like, well, where are they getting this footage from? Like, there's cameras right. somewhere. How are we?
0: Yeah. Right, right, right. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But, yeah, interesting. Uh, you know, when I was watching this, I watched this a little bit earlier today. My first thought was, oh, like, this looks like the authorities, you know? Yes. Like, I immediately assumed that somebody was on Gus, and then the possibilities of, okay, well, I know that he gets out of this, but this is a hell of a thing to add in to the last season of your show. Like, how's this going to shake out? Mm -hmm. Does Gus have connections in the government that... We'd never really ha- had the need to get involved in Breaking Bad. You know, it's, mm-hmm. a lot of different possibilities. But, uh, you know, ultimately the episode gives us that answer. But it certainly it wasn't out. the one I, I was expecting. Yeah,
1: I thought maybe we were... Honestly, I thought we were maybe going to see Hank in, mm. like, um, APD. Like on the police yeah. force. ABQ's police force. And then, you know, that would be a good precursor to him being... A DA agent. <clears throat> He's. He, I love that the therapist calls him on on being a pompous dick. Like even now, it's like, dude, you don't need to perform right now. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. It's fucking just, look at that's a actually a decent collar that he's got on
0: right now got right angles on it it's amazing (laughs) yeah although i have to say for the first time i kind of don't like it (laughs) you miss it look at you i do it's a nice tie though the white is too bold for me i think that's the problem here like am i am i wrong or is that shirt more of a well i guess the lighting's bad but if that shirt is a white that matches the collar, I'm fine with it. But if it's a pale blue, I'm, I'm not... I'm not I, I don't like the two-tone. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. With the
1: cuffs and the, the, the collar being a different color. No thanks. Yeah. Not this guy.
0: <laughs> this is pretty good. Yeah, is Although, the return of uh, you know Trump's makeup guy uh, pops up in this episode. Very fucking obvious when he's in the car, but uh, pay attention to the, I'm surprised that Pete hasn't, has, has, well. Oh, oh I see what you mean. This.
1: I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, they he's missed got, uh,
0: obvious miss spots
1: around the ears and stuff.
0: A little bit of that, especially around his mouth. We've got a real oh, mouth yeah. problem this episode. Hilarious, though. it's a great gag. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It almost looks a little fucking uh Tim Allenish right there, like from a
0: distance, I could see that sure
1: and also gal- l- galaxy little guy, bit
0: actually. of Paul Rudd, mm-hmm from a distance oh man, yeah, I saw it pop up on my YouTube feed this week that uh, I guess Odenkirk just got a star on the Hawk of uh wow walk of fame mm-hmm. Um which kind of made me wonder what's the what's like the the burden of proof to get on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I like Bob Odenkirk, but like really? Like what is he that well known to get it or or but then I thought okay, are, are the fucking stars actually not that hard to get your hands on, you know? I don't
1: think so. You probably just have to donate some money.
0: You know,
1: to get to get your star I don't know We can get those Patreon numbers up We can definitely Fucking get a star That's what I'm wondering Or at the very least Send me out there And then I write on Bob Oudekirk's star I fucked Ted
0: <laughs>
1: I'm Breaking bad reference yeah. So directed by Rhea Seahorn This episode Yeah Saw that
0: Mm. Um. I just can I can never get it out of my head, but I feel like directing on TV just doesn't mean what it does in a movie a lot mm-hmm. of the time. In fact, I, I remember um, one of my film classes. The instructor that we had had told had actually like told us that you know a director on a movie set is more like the the producer on a TV set. It makes, you know they kind of yeah that
1: makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, Uh So I wonder how much creative input a director gets on an individual episode when so much is already sort of charted out in a show like this. Mm -hmm.
1: I think it's kind of like when you're a little kid and an uncle or a parent would put you on their knee in the car empty parking lot, and you're like, ooh, I'm driving. Look at me. <laughs> yeah, I think
0: yeah. it's kind
1: of like that. They're just like, I want to point the camera this way. And they're like, that's a great directing <laughs> great. job right you, there.
0: You know what? Let's. We're just going to move this to the left a little <laughs> bit. Perfect, honey. Perfect. You hit the button when you say you hit <laughs> the button, okay?
1: Did you know we were going to see Wendy as soon as we saw this motel also? <sighs>
0: I thought there was a chance, but uh, honestly, it didn't come to mind immediately until I thought about, like, oh, who who could this be? And then Mm -hmm. the I'll I'll tell you this though: the other uh, cameo in this episode, I that didn't occur to me at all when it happens. Yeah, that's like a solid. 8 to 9 minutes into the episode credits are still rolling. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Also, Rhea Seehorn is the director, right? Yeah. Is it her idea in that previous scene where Jimmy takes Howard's car? Is it her idea to mount the camera on the door? So when he opens the door, it's the camera, you know, swings open, we still see him, and then when he slams it shut, yeah. you know,
0: we can see still see him inside.
1: Better idea? Come on.
0: See, this is this is my struggle, okay? The show has a visual identity. So is the director's job then to just get performances out of the actors? I I don't know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Alright, so let's just uh let's put our cards on the table right here. Do you think that Kim dies or lives by the end of this series?
1: I think she lives.
0: Okay. I think she
1: lives. She um I, I think she's too beloved of a character to to kill her off. I don't I don't think for as many better call Saul Simps are, that are off to her and how much they love it because <laughs> Breaking Bad's so intense. Stop it. <laughs> that they would never forgive anybody associated with the show if they killed off Kim. Just hmm. Can't see it happening. Very interesting. I mean, I wouldn't like to see her get killed off. I don't. One, I don't think it makes sense for the story. I don't think it needs to be that tragic. I, I think a lot of. A lot of the things that make Jimmy become Saul is a lot of like just personal like heartache and tragedy and and things that he's kind of suffered through. And I don't think, you know, he, he had a fucking a whole buffet filled with issues, you know, when it comes when it comes to his brother, Chuck, you know, with Kim. Mm-hmm. You know, they were kind of friends, and now they're together, now they're married. And I see, if she's killed, I don't see him becoming Saul. Like, I don't see him working for the cartels and becoming Saul. If she's killed by, if she's murdered, you know what I mean? Gotcha. Um, But if they break up, or whatever, then there's more of that tragic history that makes that solidifies Saul I think Mm. thank you for coming to my I Fuck Ted Talk
0: (laughs) what
1: kind of asshole moves a cone seriously
0: it's a dick move
1: That guy in the Beamer, dick move, move the cone, right? Absolutely. Jimmy moves a fucking patience only sign.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Way worse, sir. Way worse, sir.
0: This is like just on the edge of believability for me, but it it still works. Mm -hmm. Like it's, I find it clever, but also it's just, it's incredible that this, this works out, you know? Yeah.
1: We also missed one of my favorite Howard moments that just fucking drove me nuts.
0: Was he eating cereal or something? What's that? (laughs) Was he eating cereal or something?
1: No, no. I mean, thank God. Thank God. Not
0: on camera. No,
1: not on camera. When he first pulls up to the spot, he gets out of the car, turns around, and the way he lifts up his arm, very Mm. robotic Howard
0: fucking uh, move.
1: Because he's just so put put together. Like, the way he walks is very, like, robotic.
0: Very controlled. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very conservative.
1: Look at his shitty elbows, like, the way they're crooked. Yep. <laughs> he looks like... He, he walks like androids think human beings walk. If that make sense?
0: That makes more sense than anything else I've heard today. Well, you're high. That's fine. Well, there you go. Oh man.
1: Also, I call bullshit on that. I know exactly where I parked now. Maybe Howard isn't fucking OCD. Like I am, I'd, I'd know sure. immediately.
0: That's that's the thing. I always know where I parked. Mm. Like, I know it. I, I, you just, you, you feel it, right? Like, yeah. unless you're completely distracted, it's a tough, I don't know, it's right on the edge of believability. Because it's like, yeah, maybe it's in the wrong spot. But at the same time, it's like, well, sign's there, you don't think twice about it. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Weird. It's a weird one. Okay, so I was trying to figure this out. Mm -hmm. So, I know that Kim's involved with Jimmy, but we all have to earn some kind of living, right? Mm -hmm. So, I'm trying to understand... uh like what if she's a pro bono attorney then like what yeah how how do, you, how do you make money like like how do you survive i don't i don't understand the the economics of being a pro bono attorney specializing in that yeah, i mean usually... we usually see her later in this episode at the restaurant and mm-hmm. she's like chummy with the waitress Right. It seems like she's probably met a lot of people there. So I don't know, like conservatively hundred bucks a day under that something, you know, I, I yeah, just, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird to me.
1: Yeah. Cause I know some, some law offices have, um, or maybe I don't, I don't know if it's up to the Illinois or the uh, bar association or whatever for mm. the state where you have to have so many pro bono hours, I don't know if that's mm-hmm. dictated by the bar or it's dictated by like the law offices. Hmm. But typically you would have that you would have pro bono cases on the side of like your regular client workload.
0: Yeah, that's what I figured. But like
1: like she doesn't fucking <laughs> she's not doing anything, but these pro bono cases.
0: That's my that's my question, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes, she's with Jimmy. Obviously, Jimmy's making some cash and who who knows what else? But I, I just don't know if, like, you're still trying to live a legit life. You're only taking independently found pro bono cases. So maybe, and this is getting really off topic here, but maybe the government funds programs directly to people who apply to be a pro bono attorney.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe.
0: You get, you get a certain government stipend, and that's there to sustain it. I, I don't know. I don't know. It just it came to mind while watching this. Don't know enough about it. Well, Moving on. let's also
1: consider, Jimmy still has that big bag of money, doesn't he? Yeah. Which is from the desert, which right. was for, is that Lalo's
0: bail? I think it might have been, Because it was yeah. like a
1: few million, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, him and Mike, right?
1: Yeah, so maybe they're fucking dipping into that kitty a little
0: bit. Yeah, I I think they're definitely doing. It's not so much the question of where are they getting money. The question is: is if Kim is trying to look legitimate, is her plan like I don't know? Is her plan factoring into that? Because I was also trying to think. Okay, before we find out who's following her in this episode, yeah, who has their eyes on her? Mm -hmm. Is it is it you know the DEA or the FBI? Mm -hmm. And if that's the case. Did they find her based on the fact that like she's seems to be making money when she's taking all pro bono? Cake. I don't know, it's that kind of thought process, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least in this scene you could hear her speaking instead of uh Jeremy.
1: <laughs> yeah, instead of her fucking bane impression. <laughs> I don't remember a lot of Bane's lines or working some A B Q stuff. Okay. <laughs> I'm so we'll gonna watch the movie
0: again. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, Drummer. Jimmy, Jimmy, trying to think. Uh, you no, know, it'd be like <laughs> I was wondering which one would break first: your spirit or your body.
1: Jimmy, or... <laughs> we are Songmonker's reckoning. I think that was a.
0: Now's now another time for fear, Jimmy. That comes later.
1: I'm <laughs> <laughs> really liking Bane Wexler. They want could represent me in a pro bono case.
0: So you've come to die with your shitty... everybody fucking hates Jimmy.
1: Everyone's turned against old Jimmy. Woof. Ugh.
0: I'm sure that we've talked about this in previous seasons, but mm-hmm. the uh, the amount of money you know, year over year that you'd make and the time investment to get to the level you need to to practice law. Mm-hmm. versus the amount of stress, the amount of work you have to put in on all days of the week, and just the amount of like mental energy it would take to be a lawyer, mm-hmm. I can't imagine ever doing it.
1: I don't know. You might feel different if you went to law school at American Samoa University, like Jimmy McGill did.
0: Well, I guess that's the point of this story then, isn't it, sir?
1: It looks like he's having mm. fun, mm. meeting interesting people, different countries, right. different sections of life.
0: I'm just thinking, like, if you have to come into work and to get done what you need, you have to actively bribe the fucking secretary every day? Fuck that. Too much work, man. Also, this guy absolutely looks like he, he has regrown some of his hair. He's still balding, but I swear that receding hairline was uh, right—was farther back. Or he dyed it. It's one or the other. It looks darker. It definitely yeah, looks that's darker. That's probably what it is.
1: <clears throat>
0: oh, I can get down with that tie. Nah. It's just... Not that one. The other one. Oh. Jimmy's. I was going to say, his is yeah,
1: too plain. Now, Jimmy. Fine. Now, Jimmy's got a nice tie there. Yeah. And the, the pocket square is also a nice match, too. It's not bad. A little iffy wearing ties like that that are so busy with a patterned
0: shirt, but Jimmy pulls it off. I think you get by with that because it's so dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is going to be a weird reference because I don't know the character's name or the actor's name. Hmm. Um. I believe he pops up in Gladiator. It's almost a non-speaking role. Okay. He's also in the Pirates movies. I'm not going to be able to pull this guy's name. Um. In any case, this extra here, I thought this was the same guy. It, it is not. This is just some other guy. But... All right. Fuck. Well,
1: can't what, help you with the Pirates what, movies, but. What scene in Gladiator? Because I know that movie pretty
0: well. You know what? It'll be easier if I can look the guy up. So while we're talking, I'm going to try and find him. (laughs) Because I I can't even describe to you... I know he's in a scene at the crowd at the Coliseum. I don't remember which one. And it's a non-speaking part. Like, I can see the guy in my head. I just can't get the fucking name. When you see his face, you'll... You'll recognize him, but until you do, (laughs) we have a problem.
1: It's ballsy. Kim, don't fuck around.
0: Yeah. Now, did you have any thought of who this was at first, or just kind of rolling with it, see what happens?
1: Aside from fucking no-ho-hank?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I figured they like, were. Yes, Hank.
1: <laughs> I figured they were cartel guys.
0: Yeah. Are you following
1: me? But just American, right. Americanized cartel there. guys.
0: Right. I, I, I found the link to the guy. Uh, his oh, name okay. is Dave Schofield. Oh, so Dave Shil- link, why don't you but... say something? You well, yeah, yeah. Well, shit happens.
1: Oh, this guy. I know this guy. Yeah, in Gladiator, he plays yeah. one of the Senators. He
0: yes, yes. He, I think he may have lines in that, but in any case, I thought that's who was sitting at the table when I watched this. Tis not.
1: There is a snake that lies at the bottom of an ocean.
0: That's the guy. Fish will come yes. and
1: bite its tail, but it doesn't move. It lies still. It lies still again and again.
0: This is the problem. I remember his lines in the Pirates movie instead. <laughs> <laughs> it's when they're it's when they're betray in the second one. It's when they're betraying uh, what's her name's father, and he's like, "Oh, we found a message," and, and, and the message is for you. And then like some guys take the senator away, and it's just like, "Ah, no!" Yeah, you know. it's not a very good movie. let see what else he's on. Are you a uh, straw with a can kind of guy? No. Yeah, me neither. Not at all. Not really big on straws to begin with. Good, I don't get as
1: much liquids from a straw as I would like. I have, uh... That's interesting. very grade schoolish, huh. well, Jimmy all by himself we've seen this before
0: fucking what's that turkey sandwich maybe probably or yellow mustard yeah no I don't, I don't mind yellow mustard I, I love me some mustard I
1: was at my in-laws this past weekend and we are having some burgers and stuff and, um, and my mother in law rolls out with a bunch of different mustards. And I'm like, hey, look at this. And one of yep. them was a Belgian ale mustard. And I'm like, mm. this would be fucking delicious with a soft pretzel. Just a big mm. fucking salty fucking soft
0: pretzel. Man, it's funny you say that. I have been, I've had a craving for a, a warm pretzel for weeks. Just haven't gone and gotten one. Gotta do that
1: love me a fucking warm pretzel Hmm. now you know this but I just found out that this guy here on the left is in Breaking Bad he's a lot worse off in Breaking Bad
0: yeah Spooge just Spooge Spooge (laughs) Jesus good name Uh. I mean, he's got his shit together here. I mean, he's definitely, uh, he's with it. I don't know about the corduroy pants myself. I'm not not there in life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's
1: definitely not in a perfect place, but he's definitely in a place better than
0: we see him in a few years. (laughs) That's true. He can afford the pants now. Later. (laughs) Look at that spa water.
1: How do you feel like about us? How do you feel about spa water? Oh, spa water. I don't know. What happened? This is the word spa. This word spa water just. Is that like nails? On I mean, chalkboard?
0: I, I hear spa water and I think to myself, uh, <laughs> it's the it's the water that's used during like pedicures. You know, I'm not thinking. <laughs> Cucumber-infused, you know, watermelon water or something like that. Now, if you're talking that, um, I'm okay with it, but it's not uh, something I crave. How about spooge water? How do you feel about
1: Mr. Spooge water?
0: (laughs) Probably not good for you. Okay, I didn't think so either.
1: Just keep That was cold right there. It was cold, Mike. Mm-hmm.
0: so I won't make any bones about it. It's not a favorite episode of mine, Mm -hmm. but, uh, I loved this scene. This was a great moment because I, it had not occurred to me that these two haven't met yet.
1: Yeah. And
0: And I like, uh, Mike's honesty and I like her attitude towards it. Yeah.
1: And she puts it together pretty quick. Doesn't she? Right. Sorry, I didn't mean a John Taffer you there. She, she puts it together pretty quick, doesn't she? She could <laughs> you know, make a I don't, really good pro bono attorney, couldn't she? I,
0: I don't watch any Bar Rescue. I don't, I don't know the guy. I, I've never heard his voice except for once. And that one time was sometime in the last week or two. Mm-hmm. There have been ads all over social media for his new book. And inadvertently, you're scrolling through Reddit or something and it pops up and it's, you know, if ever anybody's written a book for the times we live in, it's this one. Yeah. And you can order it directly from JohnTaffa.com. <laughs> That's all I know about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's selling a book and if you buy 10 of them, he'll, he'll give you a free autograph. So
1: All it says is, I signed this, didn't I?
0: On the scale of Anthony Bourdain to Gordon Ramsay, where does, where does the John Taffer uh, experience fall?
1: I think, I think it ranks pretty high. Yeah? I think it ranks pretty high. I think a little closer to Gordon, because Gordon is a fucking workhorse. I mean, the guy's got nine okay. kids. He's still spitting them out. And yep. he, the, he's got double the amount of shows for every kid that he has. And the dude is just a workhorse. Like, he just keeps pumping him out. And, um, you know, can't say that for Bourdain. But John Taffer, on the other hand, this guy is still putting out Bar Rescue fucking episodes for over ten years. That is incredible. Yeah.
0: So I'm going to have to look it up for you, but uh, our cousins on Meg's side... Mm. um. Her cousin's husband's parents, I believe, own a bar that was on Bar Rescue. I don't know. This is probably going back like seven or eight years. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know where they live, but I will find out what that is for you. Okay, cool. I do see that they did one in Warwick, Rhode Island, though. Warwick. Fucking Warwick, kid. So every
1: time we typically have live pd on in the background when we're doing stuff mm. and every time the host is like we're gonna go to warwick rhode island no matter where we are in the house we go warwick and you can just hear the other person <laughs> in the fucking other room just say that fucking
0: warwick kid fucking
1: warwick
0: i'm gonna send you something that's gonna make you very happy if i haven't sent, if, if you don't know about this you're about to get a hell of a rabbit hole live on uh, better call Saul commentary here it is. Get out of and the yes, car. Get out
1: of the car. It's real.
0: All right. It's real.
1: <laughs> what is this? W- wo- I can't even fucking pronounce that. What is this supposed to be? Warrak. Warrak? Warrak?
0: Dude, they're... Is it supposed uh, to
1: be like Shyrak?
0: They're one of the fucking premier... Hip-hop groups in the state, man.
1: I can see why. These guys are awesome.
0: All these internet thugs all talk.
1: All you haters all talk. Now it's time for Warack to talk our shit for once. We done had it dead ass. All right. this kids rule.
0: My favorite thing about their videos is one of the guys with long hair and glasses, he Mm -hmm. always is holding a hammer for the whole thing. And then at the end of it, he always throws the hammer down and says, hammer time, baby, let's go. And then he (laughs) walks off the camera.
1: What a douchebag.
0: (laughs) He's also the whitest guy in the videos. (laughs) Let's get back to the show real quick. Flack jacket. Not surprising, but, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, slick. I'll tell you what
1: that I noticed about Gus. Gus has that... Joe Rogan, HGH fucking belly sticking out. Yes,
0: he does. Must be an a half-Italian thing. Yeah. (laughs) Which doesn't bode well for my future, but whatever. (laughs) Get on the HGH, son. Do it. Oh, Jesus.
1: I don't know if, if this makes any fucking sense, other than we see that he's strapped. What am I going to do with this? Am I going to take it off and put it away, or... No, Lalo, I, Salamanca is still out there.
0: I, I was trying to think, and other than the scene where he gets killed, and I don't even think even then that's a, he, he does this, but that shot right there from underneath him looking up, mm-hmm. it seemed like a really vulnerable angle to shoot Gus from that I'd yeah. never seen before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like it, honestly. But All right, so I wanted to see if this was one shot earlier. I I couldn't remember if there was a cut or not. I don't think there is. Now, Gus Fring is a
1: man after my own heart. I mean, look at how fucking organized this is. Oh, I love this. Everything's color-coordinated. Get the patterns with the patterns. Hey,
0: this just makes me wonder um like <laughs> gus had to have set this up previously it's not like he would just build this instantly overnight so <laughs> uh, you know thank I mean? god like, he did it because that'd be fucking three seasons of it well it's just like fucking incredible like how quickly did this come together or did mm-hmm. he already have this prepared for this inevitable confrontation with with someone How
1: much are those people paid by Gus? Dude, it is just like when I come in through my secret underground ladder, uh Do not look at me. Do not talk to me. Don't <laughs> even act like I exist. It's
0: pretty incredible. For a minute there, I thought I was actually podcasting with Bugging Out.
1: Look at that stomach! Oh, Gus. Yeah, man. Oh, Giancarlo.
0: Pasta tastes good, man.
1: That just reminded me of uh the offer. Are you all caught up with that?
0: I haven't even started it. Oh, okay. I, I there's something uh, there's something about the trailers I'm not digging, but is the Robert Evans good in it? Like I heard you guys talk about it on the binge cast, but mm. like is he is he actually good on it?
1: We gotta hear it. Let's see. He's not up to the Boyo standards. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Fucking dying when I heard that.
0: Bird up,
1: <laughs> Dude, Gus is freaked out. This whole episode for him is vulnerability, right? Mm. And you like him with the upper hand more? More so? When he's in control?
0: I just think that shooting him from that low angle was mm. sort of a weird. If whoever the director was, whoever the cinematographer cinematographer was for the episode, I just I've never seen Gus shot from that angle, and I, I, it just seemed off to me. Mm. It just seemed like that character doesn't doesn't do mm. that. Yeah, like that character doesn't take his ankle. Um, uh, holster off and then like think about putting it back on he he made that decision when he woke up that morning I, you know I totally agree with that yeah it just seems That's like it. a weird ungus moment like like performance wise
1: a little too on the nose for maybe yeah. the people that can pick up subtlety or whatever yeah yeah Do you think Jimmy has I know it's still kind of up in the air but do you think he would be in the clear at this moment right now with the Salamancas I mean he never gave up Lalo even when the court and all of his uh, colleagues were call him, calling him out on it, that you know they, they know that Lalo whatever the name he assumed was a fake name that he's actually Lalo Salamanca, the cartel leader, and uh, you know, Jimmy never fucking ratted on him, never gave him up. I would tend to think that he's okay.
0: I would think so. And maybe. But that, that, oh,
1: go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, uh, and maybe that bag of money is just like, well, why don't you just keep that? And maybe that's his seed money for eventually becoming Saul. And that's yeah. like a gift to him. Like, you never said anything, you know, just keep that. But you're on fucking mm. retainer with us, bitch.
0: Right. Oh, I don't have enough clutch. Okay, now I want to watch this last shot very carefully because I didn't see anything. I didn't know if I was supposed to. No, okay. What were you looking for? I didn't know if somebody was watching her or maybe if... The, it just seemed like a weird shot to end the episode on, so I, I thought mm-hmm. maybe there was something there that I missed. Mm-hmm. So it looks like Gus
1: and Mike were in the lab in that one hmm. shot. That's Saul's eventual receptionist. Yeah, yeah. Who we've seen before. She did show up in a previous episode, didn't she? Yeah, yeah.
0: She was, uh, yeah, she was somebody. Uh, couldn't tell you who. Couldn't no. tell but... you. who. you this is what happens when you have shows that ask you to pay attention to these small details, and then have seasons that come out three years apart—so two years apart, rather.
1: Well, we got a few more episodes for this season. Yes, can't wait to see how this all ties in. Not so much ties in Breaking break. I don't need this to tie into Breaking Bad. Event, you know, it, uh, Gilligan has already said that Walter White and fucking
0: Pinkman are going to show up. Yeah. Um We just need some good resolution. That's yeah, all. Yeah, just, I wonder, yeah exactly. I, I, I wanna know the um the circumstances of the black and white scenes. And yeah, I just say I guess it's it's really like what what happens with Kim. That that's probably the biggest question I have. Mm. Everything else kinda of falling into place the way I think it will, the way we know it has to. But uh yeah, the Kim question's kinda of, center mind.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, thank you everybody
0: for tuning into the Better Call
1: Saul commentaries. We're doing this every Wednesday. Every Wednesday we release these episodes until the series finale. And then we might do a postmortem with a couple more a couple more people. I don't know. Mm. I just thought about that. Throwing it out yeah. there. Yeah, it's thrown. 708-406-9546 if you want to leave a voicemail for the BenchCast. And also, if you want to uh, manscape your balls, go to manscape.com, pick out something to manscape your balls, and mm-hmm. use the code BENCH20 at checkout for 20% off. Uh, right. Did I miss anything? Anything else?
0: I don't, I don't think so. All right. Let's get out of here. Peace!
1: Peace! You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the show by donating on Patreon at patreon.com slash binge media. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget,
0: Shut Up! I'm wasted.